Welcome to the Swear Wolves Horror Podcast, the podcast that discusses all things horror. I'm Brett. I'm David. I'm Alan. And this is our second episode, gentlemen. Congratulations. Woo. We have now officially, we're now officially a sequel. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we're having our celebratory uh, beer. Yeah, uh, what are we having here? Dirt, this is a Dirt Wolf double IPA. The uh, name seemed fitting. It did. So as the podcast goes on and the glass gets emptied, our speech... Uh, we'll get slurrier and slower, and uh, we'll start talking about our various business ideas, and and who knows, by the end of this episode, we might all be selling t-shirts or something. Yeah, I, exactly. We have like a screen printing business. Exactly. Uh, well, I thought we'll see this, where it goes. I think we all thought this would be a good opportunity, because this is the second episode, to talk about sequels. Um, sequels kind of, I feel like sequels almost get a bad rep. Agreed. I mean, sometimes deservedly so. Well, a lot of times deservedly so. <laughs> but the reason why movies have sequels is because they were popular in the first place, and we want to be in that world more. Uh, filmmakers or studios, obviously, they want to capitalize and get money, right? But the reason why their sequels are successful is because people want to be yeah. part of that again. Uh, whether we're talking horror movies or not, uh, comedies, uh, action films. People want to see more of these characters. Uh, horror movies, I think I was telling you guys earlier, it's like you can make money off of any horror movie. Horror movies, I was telling my son, my son was talking to me not that long ago telling me he wanted to potentially be a filmmaker when he's older. And I said, if you're going to be a filmmaker, make horror films because they <laughs> those make money. You can make them for cheap. And as long as they have a decent plot, they'll make money. You can recycle yep. them. Yeah. yeah. People... Yeah love horror films i don't know why we do i like being scared yeah and i think the expectations are generally lower too <laughs> like horror horror fans tend to also appreciate crap like <laughs> yeah <laughs> like it, it's almost uh endearing in a way and, yeah. and i don't think yeah. you're i'm not expecting uh you know an, an oscar worthy script or anything like uh or a very compelling story like i just want to be entertained yeah no i i totally agree with you it's like it's like rocky movies right i love the rocky movies I love anything Rocky. I know they're not. Yeah, you already know what's going to happen. <laughs> I know it's not The Godfather. Yeah. I know it's not whatever. But then when a really good horror movie comes out and it becomes mainstream, look at Silence of the Lambs. I mean, people call that a horror movie. Misery was probably more of a horror yeah. film, right? But that was hugely successful. Uh, we Even without like famous people attached to them, like, those were really well done movies. Yeah. And when horror movies are done well... People appreciate them that much more. When horror movies aren't done well, the horror fa- the horror fans still appreciate that, yeah. right? Yeah, and so they want to be brought back in there. So we're talking about sequels, sequels that we liked. Let's first start off with sequels we liked better than the originals. I wrote down a few, um, and a lot of these are ones that I really liked the first one. So I couldn't think of any where I thought the original was terrible, but the sequel was great. Um, but for me, Evil Dead Two uh, was one that came to mind immediately. I just find it. It's a lot like the first one, but a lot more fun. I yeah. felt like everything was amped up in the sequel. If someone hasn't seen Evil Dead 2 and they've only seen Evil Dead, what would you explain to them Evil Dead 2 is? <laughs> a remake. <laughs> Evil Dead 2 is Evil Dead 1. Exactly. It's a very similar. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Army of Darkness yeah. is a good sequel. And I like that more than the, to be honest, I like that more than Evil Dead also. Um, the Of the, the trilogy, Evil Dead's probably my least favorite. And yeah. I still love it. Well, it's also the lowest budgeted one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, Evil Dead 2 is definitely yeah, they were, better. They than were just yeah. getting started. Um, yeah. Another one, too, that for me was um, The Devil's Rejects. So <sighs> I, I actually enjoyed House of a Thousand Corpses. I know a lot of people did. I loved it. Uh, I thought it was cool, um, especially the first third or so of the movie. And then I think as it goes on, it gets off the rails a little bit. And I think the ending it definitely is, goes it, off the, the ending rails. is terrible. Yeah. Dr. Um, Satan. But that opening scene at the gas station uh, with the robbery, mm-hmm. uh, it's pretty awesome. Anyway, we're talking about sequels. Uh, <laughs> but The Devil's Rejects uh, it was a totally different kind of movie. It still existed in the same universe. Mm-hmm. But I, I liked that that was like a gritty crime movie. And it was kind of like, and it was a road trip movie. Like it introduced some elements that weren't in the first one, but still had the horror and you know these sadistic terrible people that you you couldn't help but root for yeah and i liked you know and introduced a couple of characters like ken Forey's in that one uh, and i thought he did a, a really good job 
Uh, I just I found he that he plays one. Spalding's brother, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, quote unquote brother. <laughs> There's not much of a resemblance there. Uh, you don't think? Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, but I I found the sequel uh, just uh, overall much more enjoyable movie. Um, I'm I'm hopeful that the third one will. Um, William Forsythe is in that, right? He plays. Yeah, the he's in the sheriff. he's in the second one, getting his revenge. Yeah, because they killed his brother in the first one. He right. was one of the cops that they have the slow motion. Yeah, off, right? where they get shot a thousand times, yet <laughs> somehow they pulled it off because there's a third one coming. So I'm, I'm very curious to see how they Do got... we ever see them? Is, doesn't it end like Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid where you don't see them get shot? No, they're flop. If I remember correctly, they're flopping around and... Ah, I got to like, watch Devil's yeah. Rejects again. It's a good you know, I think I loaned my DVD to somebody and I never got it back. They really... <laughs> Rob Zombie really milked that one at the end. I don't know if you remember, like... The entire the entire song Free Bird plays, yeah, and that's like, a long song. It is a long ass <laughs> song, and they drag it out. And I remember even at like seeing it at theater, I was like, "All right, like." Did you see House of a Thousand Corpses up. at the theater? I did. So did I. Um, and it was kind of cool because um, I have a friend that uh, managed. I don't know if he still does, but at the time he managed a movie theater. So every once in a while, we would get to watch movies um, before they would come out. We'd go in and we'd screen them and you know check and make sure the movie's good. Uh, and that was one that we saw, and it was like really late it was like past midnight when we started the movie and it was like on a monday or tuesday or something and i remember when it was over like we all walked out we're like god that was a really weird movie but yeah you have to talk about it but i like you know any any time a movie house of a thousand corpses was one of those movies that i had to talk about after i saw it and devil's rejects was that way too i personally like house of a thousand corpses better but i can see why someone would like devil's rejects better and in Devil's Rejects has a special place for me too, because at the time, I don't know if you guys know this about me, but um, I was I used to write for a horror movie website called ZombieKeeper.com. Oh, nice. uh, I'm not plugging them. That website is long gone. Um, <laughs> Geo City. Uh, yeah, it's 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 history. But I was one of their staff writers, and that was a, a movie I actually got assigned to review. Oh, nice. So, and I think that was the first one like that I got to review. Like, so I went in the movie theater with a notebook, you know, writing in the dark. So when I got home, like, I, it was just gibberish. I couldn't. Uh, decipher so that's how it. you got the Pulitzer. I was wondering <laughs> that how was you got it. that. Yeah, I was like, uh, but um, so I enjoyed that, and uh, you know, I got to write the review, and, and yeah, that was a lot of fun. Awesome. But, but I, I, that movie will always have a special place in my heart, I, and I just think it's—I find it superior to the first one. I think, um, as far as sequels go, uh, can't overlook Dawn of the Dead. Uh, agreed. I think you know the first one's iconic. Night of the Living Dead is so iconic, and. Not to be off track, but I actually prefer The Night of the Living Dead by Tom Savini from 1990. We remake. should talk about remakes sometime. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I That'd love that one. But, uh, but back to sequels. But also, that's blasphemy. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll address that in another episode. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> but Dawn of the Dead, uh, one of my favorites. Uh, I enjoyed it much Dawn more. Dawn of the Dead is top, definitely top three. Yeah. Probably the top it's, of the top three of uh, zombie in subgenre movies. Yeah, no lie. If I Dawn of the Dead makes probably my top ten movies, period. Like yeah. it's Agreed. it's on it's on the list. It's such a good movie. And my I top would, ten of movies has a lot of horror movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So does mine to be, yeah. And I would even say Day of the Dead. Uh well, no, you're <laughs> sorry, not. sorry. The effects alone. The, Savini does the, the effects. The effects right? in Day of the Dead are fantastic. That gross. That yeah. ending where those three guys meet their fates. Holy shit, man. They went all out. I remember that being the thing about Day of the Dead was like, it was gross. That was such a gruesome (laughs) sequence. The sounds and the visuals. Everything was was just gross. And but yeah. the uh, the, the you movie you could feel it, man. When you were watching that, that movie, great. oh man, you could feel it. I thought the movie was. I don't okay. like the whole military angle. Yeah, that. it's yeah, and that one the script is really like uh, over the top. Like, and some of the acting uh, is pretty hammy and yeah. cartoonish. The thing I like about Dawn of the Dead, watching it now, very much is it. It, it reminds me of what the malls were like when right. I was growing right. up. In the 80s, when my parents would take me to the mall, and my dad would be smoking while we're in the mall. Oh, I'm like, yeah. what are you doing? And there was the piano store, and yeah. there was the Schroeders, the- and no one was ever in the store, no. but yet somehow they kept the lights on. And there's like an armory where like yeah. they had like suits of guns. armor. Oh, yeah, yeah, suits yeah. of armor yeah. and swords. I'm going there, I need to buy a sword. 
it's like why yeah you could buy almost anything was in the mall ev- everything back then. and that's why it made so much sense <laughs> yeah. and yeah. at the time dawn of the dead was made i mean malls probably weren't that new but they were relatively new um and the consumerism angle the, obviously yeah, we yeah, all the, know. Right. the social commentary yeah, and it's like makes we're all gonna go to the mall even when we're dead that's where we go. That's where we go. Because <laughs> they just are brainless. <laughs> They're just doing what they remember. Yeah, exactly. So this Dawn was an important De- place to them. Dawn of the Dead is a, a great choice. A perfect soundtrack too. That's Goblin again yeah. with Goblin. Yep. Goblin. Yeah, uh, we talked about Friday the Thirteenth Part Two in the first episode. It's a sequel. That's obviously. a fantastic sequel. Um, I prefer it over Part One. Um, I prefer part three over part one. I prefer part four over part one. Yep. Part six. I would say this. Part same six thing. is probably over part yeah. one. Part one's probably the fifth best. Yep. I would yeah. agree. Yeah. Put but it's still good. in the middle. It's definitely good. I'm it's not taking good. anything away. I mean, it's like going, if you're going to rank it like 10, 9.9, 9.8, 9.7. Yeah. Not saying that any one of those movies are a perfect 10. There's obviously a lot wrong with all of them, but um, I love those movies in general, but, uh, Friday 13th part two I, I love better than the first one yeah, uh, yeah I do too and I think uh, Nightmare I want to mention yeah Nightmare on Elm Street part three part Dream three Warriors, yeah, part yeah. three is one of my favorite it's better than part one yes <sighs> um yeah I yeah. you have to watch know. part like, one though like to appreciate part, part, I like part three I part one a lot but um, part three yeah, part three is really cool and you get more of the creative like dream sequence type kills like Part one, a lot of the kills are, you know, somebody is asleep and Freddy is doing something and we watch the person die. But like yeah. part three, like you're in, you're in that world, like the puppetry like scene, like. So you have to watch part one probably to appreciate part three right. better. Dawn of the Dead, you don't have to watch that. Exactly. Movie to appreciate yeah. it. So I will give that to Nightmare on Elm Street. However, Nightmare on Elm Street three is a better yeah. film. Part one is a darker film. Part three is a lot of fun. Yeah. 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 And and Freddy's not jokey joke Freddy yet. He's yeah. on the cusp. You just get glimpses. That's the yeah. welcome to primetime yep. bitch, right? Is that yep. part three? Yep. Yeah. And that's that's the line. That's the line where Freddy yeah. uh, becomes more funny. Yeah. But he doesn't do anything in part one. Like he doesn't say anything really. He doesn't does he? say much. And you don't really see his face. This is when they had his makeup the best, also, yeah. I think, in part three. Yeah, the makeup is good on that one. Yeah. What are your thoughts on uh, New Nightmare? Wes Craven's New Nightmare? Yeah, because honestly, I'd put that kind of in the same league as part three. I've heard that. I haven't seen it in its its entirety. I've seen parts of it. It's cool. Um, It's very meta. It is very meta. Like it was, you know, and it came out, I think it was Craven's movie right before he, I think it was the one right before Scream, which kind of built on the meta thing. But um, it's just very well done. It has good kills. Um, Freddie's a little more human, um, but I really like. At, at He's the, definitely more serious. At the time the movie was made, there was really nothing like it. Now, like the meta thing's kind of taken off, but like seeing mm. Robert England as Robert England, um, not Freddy Krueger, but then seeing Freddy Krueger as Freddy Krueger, like as two separate entities, was just kind of a cool concept. You know, there was a dip in horror movies in the early '90s, partly due to the the sequels of Nightmare yeah. on Elm Street and Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. And just the crap that was produced off the success of those original movies, besides being those movies, there was so much crap. They produced. almost became parodies of themselves. Exactly. Yeah. And so in the early 90s, there was such shit <laughs> for <Yeah>. horror movies. <laughs> and they all look terrible, too. Like They all looked like they were shot like with the same crew. Oh, like, yeah. They're, they're all awful. And so I think like when New Nightmare, despite how good that movie may or may not be, nobody knew. Because they were all like, fuck this shit. I'm not going to go see this crap. It wasn't until Scream in 94, 95. 96. Oh, was yep. it 96? 96, yep. yeah. Sorry. I saw it in theaters. I did too. It was like... I didn't. I didn't see it till it came out on video. I, sh- I wasn't supposed to see it in theaters, but I saw it in theaters. <laughs> I saw it, yeah. I, I found a way. <laughs> so My parents, uh, who were very like conservative, uh, took me and my sister, who's a year younger than me, so I would have been 16 at the time, uh, to see that movie at the theater. And I remember like being uncomfortable at a, at a couple scenes, but there wasn't any nudity or anything like it was PG 13. It was rated. No, it was rated R. It was, it, I know, but she it, says, Oh yeah. Like the PG 13 relationship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember when we walked out, like all, like the whole family, like all four of us, we walked out of the theater, like, 
that was a really cool movie. Didn't see that coming. Yeah, yeah. We like all bonded over horror, that's, which is kind of a little, kind of yeah. rare. That's one of the uh, first horror movies I remember where everyone is really attractive, oh, like overly oh, yeah. attractive. Yeah, and, and you know, it's and and in hindsight, there's a lot wrong with that movie. Yeah, there's a lot right with that movie. Don't get me wrong, but it also so. So where I was just saying a bunch of crap came out in the early 90s and then like this really good horror movie comes out, right? Yeah. And everybody's like back on this horror train and then a bunch of crap comes out because of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's watch Urban Legend and Disturbing Behavior. <laughs> oh, and I know what you did last summer again. Yes, and I still know. <laughs> and it. the yeah. summer before last. Yeah, I know what you Wasn't did. Wasn't the sequel called I Still, still know, know What You, you did, did Last Summer, which isn't yeah. accurate. It's I Know I, What You Did Two Summers Ago, technically, right? Yeah. Like, I still like, know what you did two summers ago. Like. Yeah, it's like you gotta let go, man. Yeah, exactly. Everybody's dead except so, for you're living in the past. Yeah. Um. So those sequels are all awful. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'll go old school. Um. I like Bride of Frankenstein better than the original Frankenstein. Okay. So, I believe I've seen the entirety of Bride of Frankenstein. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. The bride is only in about ten minutes. That's at the very. That's end. generous. <laughs> it's probably it's probably like four minutes, maybe. It's very. So I'm watching very the brief. entire Bride of Frankenstein, and I'm like, am, "Am I watching the right movie? Where is she?" Yeah, and then it's like at the end, she screams, and the castle gets set on fire. Yep, and that's it. She hate me. <laughs> <laughs> she does make some cool hisses, like. Yeah, like, she's beautiful. Oh, by the way. she's gorgeous. You know, if they ever remade it, you know who I thought should have played her? A young Rose McGowan. Ooh. Oh, I was about yeah. to say uh, Helena Bonham Carter. I could see both of them. Well, yeah. she played uh, well in uh, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. That's she was, right. She played Elizabeth, That's who right. becomes the bride. Spoiler alert! Oh. At the end of the movie, I never saw that one. It's yeah, it's actually well not now bad. it's spoiled. I know, spoiled. I'm sorry. I like the look of the bride. Yeah. I oh, it's iconic. <sighs> I just like her look. I, I'm whether attractive or not. She has just a, a it's just a good look. Yeah, I've thought about getting that tattoo. I've, but I'm not going to. Why? I have the bride uh, on my like on uh, your sleeve. Yeah, on the. That's why you can't do it. Inner Dave part of my arm. It. Her uh, her hair goes into my armpit hair, and we be, and we become one. <laughs> and that's how we, we become one. Then when you get older and you have gray armpit hair, yeah, yeah, yeah white perfect. Streak. I'll put a little white streak in there uh, for authenticity. No, it's not because I can't get the same thing as David. It's because I thought because I already have the monster. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, my wife should get the bride. There you go. Oh yeah. There you go. Right. I like that. Does cool. she have tattoos? Yeah. She got horror tattoos. She doesn't have any horror ones. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she's got like Disney theme. She's got to get the bride. I think all three of us have horror tattoos. We do. Yeah, we do. Uh, we could talk about yeah, tattoos. Say that sounds like an episode uh, <laughs> in and of itself. Yeah, uh, yeah. But um, all right. So Bride of Frankenstein, you know, that's a good choice. I, I got to watch the movie without just wanting to see the bride. I got to watch it. And I just bought recently the Frankenstein Legacy Collection. Um, uh, so I can watch a lot of those. And I want to show them to uh, my son because yeah. he's really into horror movies. Speaking of sons, Son of Frankenstein is also pretty good. Though not, I would not. That's yeah, not a that's sequel that is better than the original. No, no, no. That's on there too. Yeah. Um, I can think of any other horror movie sequels. That I, I would say Sleepaway Camp 2. You like You like more than the first one? I love the first one. The first one is such an ending. It's fantastic. <laughs> I love it. That is one of the best horror endings ever. But I like, think, Talk about something you never see coming. Yeah. The face that Felissa Rose is making at the end of the... was similar to the face I was making as I watched it happen. Now, who was it? Was it, it wasn't. It was a Felicia, a Felicia Rose mask okay, right yeah, over a male actor's that. body. Yeah. That's why her head looks so big. Yeah, yeah, and I guess the guy was really concerned because I think the water was very cold uh, that yeah, day. Right, yeah. that's what they all say. Yeah. Very cold. I George, was in the pool. George I, was the pool. I was in the pool. Shrinks <laughs> 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 like a frightened turtle. Yeah, like a frightened turtle. Yeah, that guy was hung like a kennel. <laughs> <No>, two <laughs> two holes its own. Uh, you know, there's days where I'm more entertained by two. Than by one. Well, I can see why two would be more entertaining because that's when they start getting more comical, right? A little yeah. bit. Uh, uh, Pamela Springsteen, who plays Bruce Springsteen's sister. That's correct. Yeah. In real life, she plays yeah. that. Who plays Angela? <laughs> yeah. Um, I think did a fantastic job, and she, she was little, born to run. Yeah. yeah, she was pretty crazy in those movies. Um, <laughs> but the, you know, the craziness kind of came off very humorous, but the kills were. We're still there, and it was, I think it holds its own. I remember the cover 
of yeah. the uh, VHS. Of the second one? Of the second one. That's the one where she's got the backpack and it's got like the glove yes. hanging out, the hockey mask. Oh, and yeah. So many it's references. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. But that's well, actually not her on the front. No, it's, it's not. someone else. Yeah. You know, something about so a lot of horror movies, uh, especially in the mid to late 80s, they use a lot of models on the cover. But when you watch the movie, it's a different actress. It's someone else. So. You know, Dream Warriors, getting back to Nightmare on Elm Street 3, that cover, there's nobody represented on that on that movie poster that's actually like a character. In the well, movie. you can't see them, right? <laughs> no, you can see them you all see, on like, the Freddy's edge of the gloves, yeah. yeah, but like, you can't yeah, see their yeah. faces. No, you can't see their faces, but you see. And but you like, can tell they're different people. They're totally different. Yeah. It's like somebody. It was a concept art. Yeah. Yeah, they probably had the poster before the movie. But like, we but don't have a script, but we got a poster. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're like sold. There's three million dollars. <laughs> Shit, we gotta give two and a half million to Robert England. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, before we get into Robert England, because we all met Robert England not that long ago. Well, I guess we could talk about Robert England sure. right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, we mentioned in the first episode how we waited in line for eight hours. I, I will say David waited more lo- or waited longer than me, and then me and my son came, and. Alan came right after us. Yeah. And we were there seven and a half, seven yeah, hours, all of us day. together. Um, before the doors even opened. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty rough. Yeah, uh, we you were got there any, for a good while. Now, Monster Palooza a couple years ago had Robert England there, and we heard horror stories about Robert England. Yeah. Yep. Um yeah, we and were in line for not not about him personally, but we about, were, yeah, I think we were in line for Keith David or somebody, and somebody was telling us about yeah, it was Keith David because the guy in front of us was telling us about how he went to Monster Palooza and said, "Oh God, we waited in line forever, and a bunch of people like snuck in front of us, and Robert England stopped signing autographs. Yeah. And like they people got for, turned they, away. Yeah, they waited for hours and didn't get his autograph or didn't get to meet him. Yeah. So when we found out he was coming to Mad Monster, we all decided this is what we're we're going to do. This I think doors opened at what six six o'clock. I think yeah, yeah I think doors opened at six. I got there. Like 11 or 12, uh, didn't you? I got there, I think, at noon. Right around noon, I think, is when I arrived with uh, my buddy Joey, who maybe we'll have on at some point. Me and my son got there at about 1. Alan showed up a little bit after us. Yeah. And we were all waiting there. And it's like, fuck it. We're going to wait here for as long as possible. So as we're waiting... Uh, more people started to show up and it starts getting a little more crowded and a little and disorderly. Like there is no line anymore. Yeah. Like, people are just kind of well, standing there's around. There's not really it, like, any structure because it's so hot outside. Everyone's kind of congregated in this little lobby area, but we make it known to everybody. We were the first people here. Like <laughs> yeah. we're getting in first. Like we're very nice guys. I would give us that, but like we were pretty direct. We're like, Hey, listen, this is the front of the line. Like I don't give a shit where people are standing. Like the front of the line is right here. Yeah. Well, they told us the front. Of, I don't care what nope. they told you. Nope. This is yep. the front of the line. So the, yeah. So we got people showing up, you know, and you know, it's starting to you know get a little more crowded. So I decided to go in and get a drink. And I want <laughs> to shout out. A good idea. Oh, it was a fantastic drink. The Crystal Lake. Oh, yeah. So much alcohol. <laughs> Anyways, well, it's an it's an adios, right? Yeah. Like just, yeah. with with um with green added to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or blue, blue cure, blue, yeah, yeah. to make it blue. It's base. It's basically a bunch of liquor with a little bit of sprite. Yeah, and but anyways, I I come back out and there's a huge crowd and I'm like, holy crap, this is getting serious. And there's no structure, you know. There's nobody to say, all right, you guys here, you're first. Line starts here, so it's kind of just like a little bit of a uh, a mix up, you know, because. Even the staff didn't know where we were supposed it, to be. It was, yeah. It was they were cl- undecided. It, it was a cluster. And then they started, like, they told us we can no longer line up inside. So they had us move outside. And then, so everybody just starts forming a line. Uh, and we were not the front of that line. Uh, so there were all these people lined up. And we walked out there. And I just looked the first person in line dead in the eye. And I just said, back up. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I will say this. Like, Okay, so we'll kind of we'll, we'll summarize this a little bit because we could go on forever. This um, is an eight-hour story. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but basically what happens is, is we tell everybody who works there. We were the first people here. Yeah. And people back us up. The people that were second there are like, yeah, they were the first people here. But we were the second, right, guys? Yeah. yeah <laughs> we're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah fine, we had a, whatever. We, had we don't care about you. 
we care about you telling everybody that we we're the first people here. <laughs> but here's what we didn't factor. Okay. Is unless VI- you're listening, we cared about you very much. <laughs> the VIP, VIP factor. Okay. So yep. we none of us had VIP tickets. None of yeah. The we VIPs didn't think of- <laughs> got to enter an hour or half yeah, hour. They got a half. Oh, it was yeah. Yeah, it was, I think, I it, think was it was half, half an hour. It was a half an hour. They get in earlier, uh, and that was a long thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah. And there was <laughs> a lot of VIP people, and we ended up finally in Robert England's line. Yeah, and mind you, the line goes through a kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> it was through a kitchen. It was through yeah. a kitchen. So waiting in the kitchen, <laughs> we could like it had like one of those glass case type refrigerators yeah, where you could so, see like all of the food and stuff. You know, yeah, we could have made ourselves the, some drinks. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. So cocktails. So we're in line for this for a while. And then it's like, well, Robert England's got to go take pictures now because people that bought the photo op. Yeah. Despite the fact that we had to wait in line and we were in the back of the line and Alan had to get us to the front of the line and we had to get over there and we had to wait an hour. And then and then more VIPs show up and get in front of us. And then they're and luckily then, they had sympathy for us. There was yeah, a, a couple there was, of them, like a couple like very kind people, like let us. They were go VIPs, and they yep. said, "You know what? These guys have been here way longer than us. We're going to let them go." And Joe, you, Al, uh, Alan, me, and my son all got to go in front of them. Yep. So Joe, thank got, you. Joe got a really cool thing signed. He got the Friday or the Nightmare on Elm Street board game. Yeah, that him and his. Uh, brother yeah yeah so joey got a an old like nightmare on elm street board game that him and that he and his brother used to play as kids like the very game that they used to play uh got robert england to sign it uh he Do really you know, liked it because he said he'd only signed a couple of them yeah he had, I was, he I was opened right it up joe. and was like looking through the cards do you know that i got joe to get an extra autograph for free i saw that he signed one of the one, one of, of the cards. cards inside the game now i hope joe wasn't <laughs> pissed off about that because <laughs> in hindsight i was like oh shit I told Robert England to sign one of those, and he did <laughs> for free, right? Yeah. Joey didn't have to pay yeah. an extra hundred dollars. Like oh, yeah, the staff didn't catch it. <clears throat> no, yeah, you know, yeah, Robert. England and I hope Joey wasn't like, house. wasn't like, uh, I didn't want him to sign. Do that I need to give him another hundred dollars? <laughs> no, I hope he wasn't pissed off because he signed one of the cards, like he wanted to play the game again. <laughs> <laughs> Robert England ruined my card. No, he was he was really excited about okay, it. Okay, cool. Um, I just thought that was cool. I just said it kind of off the cuff. Um, <laughs> He's probably going to be like, you fucking asshole. You didn't, you didn't. I, I did. I told him to sign it. I was standing right <laughs> behind him. Um, but yeah, so long story short, that was a very long story. Long story long, yeah. <laughs> um, if you're still with us, we waited eight hours. But the thing about it is, is like. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah. That's all I don't mind waiting. I, don't, it was, yeah, it was I didn't mind waiting. In hindsight, like it sucked at the time. Especially when I got a crystal lake inside me. Oh, man, that was so good. <laughs> but, but at the time, it really sucked. And for my son, it really sucked. I mean, he's only 11 years old. He's 10 oh, years he was older. a trooper. He, yeah, he did. He did he's good. the muscle of the group. <laughs> he was. Uh, but it really sucks. But, you know, it's like. We did have a lot of fun. Yeah. We, we were making a lot of That's jokes. That's ultimately what we were And Robert England was very cool. He Remember when very, he came yeah. up behind everybody and he scared that girl? Yeah. And, yeah, it was awesome. And we got to chat with him and he chatted with us about the weather of all things. He, is that what he talked to you about? Yeah. See, he I drew had a him, picture for you. He drew yeah, a Yeah, so I had him sign. So a bunch of... So Robert England obviously was there, but um, several <laughs> cast members from... Was he? Uh, he wasn't. It was really disappointing. <laughs> Eight hours for nothing. Bunch of bullshit. Uh, no, a bunch of um, cast members from Nightmare 4 were there because uh, it was the, what, 30-year anniversary? That sounds correct, yeah. Yeah. And um, so I brought a uh, an original one sheet from Nightmare 4 for the cast to sign. It's a great poster. It's a really cool, really cool poster. Good it, condition. That has got really good artwork. Yeah. And Robert, so he, like when I chatted with him, he talked about the artwork and he talked about some of the alternate artwork from other countries. He commented on like different parts of it. Uh, and then he drew like a caricature of Freddy Krueger yeah. uh, on, you know, on the poster, which is really cool. Yeah. But, yeah. He was super nice. Yeah, yeah. He was, he was totally nice. And the only thing that, I kind of am upset about it is that we we weren't able to get a picture taken with him. Yeah. That's the only thing that disappoints me. But regardless, it is what it is. Yeah, ultimately I, at the end of the day I like displaying the autograph on the wall, you know. And Alan, you got a what? You got a photo, right? Uh, yeah. signed by him? Yeah, so I got 10? 8 by 10. I actually while we were waiting in line to meet him, the line to his table. Um I branched away and you know, I I went over to uh tuesday night's table who is oh yeah yeah who is she well she's in nightmare four and three 
No, she's no, just she's in Ford. Well, yeah, in a three, different character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So or no, a different she's actress. Playing the what the Patricia, uh, Patricia Arquette character. That's right. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So she had uh, a really cool photo of her and Freddie. So I was like, all right, cool. So uh, she wasn't there actually at the table when I went, but uh, her helper. I explained to her, I was like, hey, I want to get this signed by Robert England. Like, you know, I'll pay you for the photo now, but can I come back and get her to sign it? And she was cool with that. So I took the photo and Robert England signed it and he's kind of looking at it and he and he signed it, um, calling her a slut and all this other stuff. And it was like, holy crap. So he was like, show her that. And I'm like, okay. So <laughs> so I get it signed. I, I bring it like, you know, when we get done with the Freddie table, so then we go later on to Tuesday night's table and she looks at it and she's like, she's starting to get pissed off, but like, like not genuinely pissed off, but she's just kind of like, like, why do you write this? You know? And so she kind of responded to him, but signing my photo with it. Yeah. Like, you know, fuck that. I'm not a slut. Like, <laughs> fuck you, Freddie. And yeah, so I got kind awesome. of like a banter between That's the cool. two actors cool. on uh, one photo. So it was pretty cool. And, and I ended up taking one of the um, NECA uh, Friday, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. We say Friday Thirteenth. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three. Uh, Neca figures still in the box. Yeah, and I had him sign that, <clears throat> and it turned out really good. I have that displayed on my wall. I haven't opened it. Yeah. The point to this story, this eight-hour-long story about an <laughs> eight-hour-long uh, thing, is that conventions are fun. Yeah. And this convention was a lot of fun. It really was. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about bad sequels, like really awful sequels and not like born to be bad like bad, bad. Like, born to be bad what yeah. are you talking about born to be bad <laughs> uh bad oh. sequels sequels that uh, i think are worse yeah what do you got? make everything worse well jason goes to hell oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> i mean i could go off for about every friday the 13th fan could go off for about i don't know days on that was end. the first one that came to mind yeah it seems you know like i saw jason point. goes to hell in the theater too I also saw Freddy's Dead, the final nightmare. I was that was another one. <laughs> Freddy's Dead's terrible. I saw two of the worst <laughs> Freddy's Dead movies God. ever made. <laughs> I was waiting for it to end. I was like, you know, on. in the theater it was cool because it had 3D glasses and you put them on for like five seconds. Yeah, for yeah. five seconds. Yeah. And was, I always thought that was. It was like Bride cool. of Frankenstein. Like it was. Yeah, like you're gonna get five like, seconds of like, uh, in 3D. Uh, uh, wasn't uh, it wasn't it somebody like throwing stuff or something? Like it wasn't even that like I don't, I don't even remember. It was, was forgettable. I don't remember what the it, 3D I was. I don't even remember. And I saw that movie not very long ago. That's how terrible that movie was. You know, was. I only saw that movie once and it was in the really? Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> no, I might have seen I might have seen clips of it uh, when it's been on TV. But I remember the Brecken Meyer. Wasn't it Brecken Meyer? Yeah, but I think you're right. Yeah. He's one a of the stoner dude. At, yeah, he's like one of the at-risk youths. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was also the stoner dude in yeah. Clueless, yeah. which I watched today. <laughs> Holy um, shit, that's right. It all um, comes full circle to Breckenmeyer. He Breck keeps his bong in the kitchen, uh, kitchenware. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like, that's where I keep it. Another bad sequel. Uh, you know, Scream 2. I, yeah, um, I don't think it's terrible, but it's, it's not, not. Well, Scream 3 not, is really sc- bad. Uh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Scream 3, as far as like the Scream series goes, is by far the worst. Um, and I actually like Scream 4. It's not bad. Yeah. Jaws, but, but scream through oh, oh, Jaws right. the Revenge. This time it's personal. That's, That's right. the worst. Jaws. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but Jaws is a serial killer who is hunting the entire Brody family one by one. Yeah, yeah. It makes and zero sense. He's a shark that when he jumps out of the water, he growls. <laughs> this is a fish. Like, this is not fish. even a mammal. This is this is an yeah. invertebrate. Yeah. Like he has no spine. Yeah. He, no. <laughs> this is a ridiculous it makes, movie. It makes you, know, you know what another bad sequel is of a horror film? Hmm. The Heretic Exorcist 2. Oh yeah. Have you ever seen that one? I saw it one time. It, I saw it, it it was forgettable. I saw it on TV. Forgettable. Holy shit. Not to mention Linda Blair's a <laughs> no, Linda Blair was very nice. She was just a little angry that David hit her with his poster. I did. I hit her with my backpack, and she was none too pleased. <laughs> we were talking about sequels that were good. We were talking about sequels that were bad. But there's also those sequels that kind of veer, take a left turn. Yep. Um, Alan, you had mentioned before to us about Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 and your disappointment with that one. 
but it's not bad, but it's, I argue that that movie is really, really good except for when you've seen the first one right before it. That makes sense. Right. It takes a different turn. It takes a different take. Although it's written uh, or directed at least by Toby Hooper, uh, it is a totally different take on the character of Leatherface. Yeah. And, um, but you had some of the same actors in there. That's well, you true. had one same actor. I guess the dad is the only, the only same actor, right? Maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah, he is in yeah, both. Huh? He's in yeah, both. he's in both. But it's more of a comedy. Right. A dark A dark comedy. comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought Bill Mosley does great as Chop Top. And I, I think it's a very underrated film. But it takes a different turn. Uh, another one of those films is Halloween 3. Yeah. Underrated. Agreed. Disrespected. I've always enjoyed it. Um, it is the first. It's the first Halloween movie I ever saw as a kid. So when I was growing up, uh, that was the first one that my dad showed me. I had no idea who Michael Myers was. I didn't know that Michael Myers was a thing. Uh, I didn't know that people were upset when Part Three came out and there was no Michael Myers in it. Uh, to me, it was just that was that was what Halloween movies were. It was that. Uh, I love that movie. I think uh, Carpenter's score in it is really really good. Um, it's I, a it's a different score. Yeah, yeah, it's Halloween a little moodier. Right? It's, it's not. Da- the, it's darker. Yeah, it's not the Michael Myers. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 its own thing, and um, yeah, it's just dark and moody. And I love the just the concept of really like when you think about the movies about killing kids. Pretty like pretty. The, yeah, like the Michael Myers movies were killing you know horny grim. teenagers uh, who were you know were doing you know crazy things, but like this was like innocent children. And you had, you know, a town that, or this guy that was like, you know, putting this plan together to murder children and, and he's, he's successful. Yeah. For end. what reason? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He do is successful. Ever, do you ever get a motive? I don't remember. It's been a, I need to, I need to watch He's just again. like, fuck these people. <laughs> I'm a Celtic warrior. <laughs> but it's a weird movie. Like there's characters in it. Like, are they robots? Are they they're a, like they're, zombies? They're, or? they're robots. They're robots, right? They are robots. Some of them. Like, that's weird. Because um, they all look alike too, yeah, right? Yeah. Well, isn't there a twist? Like, isn't the girl? But she's only a robot because they capture yeah, her and they right. turn and they, like, her repli- into one. Yeah, yeah they're okay. replicated. Yeah, yeah, okay. Right? Because Tom Atkins fucks her. Yeah, yeah. He's Unless not fucking a robot. He, maybe. <laughs> With the technology that the Silver Shamrock Novelties Company had, maybe, yeah, they, they, had some... maybe they had some realistic... Uh... You know, at that point... Like, if you have the technology to replicate people and make them into robots... That's the first thing we're going to do, though. Why do you need to kill all the kids in the world? <laughs> like, it was just the, make the robot the motivation. people... <laughs> yeah, does he ever get into, like, his... Because it's inspiring. His, his hatred of children? Yeah. Is that ever addressed in the like, movie? I got picked on by children when I yeah. was a child. I was a kid once, and I hated every minute of it. My parents <laughs> kill hated me. Fuck you. And the movie ends with Tom Atkins, you know, trying to stop it and failing and yeah. presumably thousands of children die. Yeah. Hundreds of thousands. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. It's I, it's I, a cool movie. I also <laughs> saw the movie when I was a kid and it was on TNT Joe Bob Briggs Monster Vision. Or no, <laughs> what was it? Yeah, Monster yeah, Vision. Joe, yeah, Joe Bob. So uh yeah, I didn't know about any of the uh disappointment from fans you know Michael had you Myers seen part one or two no that, that, that was also like dave that that was the first halloween i ever i have ever seen and I, I remember uh at school one day my, t- my teacher i was probably in like uh, like fifth grade sixth grade was talking about movies about how like at the end like the good guy always wins and i was like not in halloween three and this was like you know i was a kid i, I didn't realize yeah. at the time what i was saying like hopefully my parents didn't get like cps called on yeah. or something oh, but yeah. uh Halloween three was always on TV when I was growing up. Right. Like on Halloween night, we'd come home from trick or treating and Halloween three would be on. Like they would never show well, when I was really young, one and two yeah. would be on. But then like they must have lost the rights to it. And Halloween three is like, ah oh, fuck, it doesn't cost that much. We could <laughs> we could air this one. Um so Halloween three was on quite a bit. You had but, a little silver shamrock song stuck in your head. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um no, Halloween three is good. It does take that left turn again. I, it's I like think Halloween three is great, um, and it's one of Tom Atkins, one of his best roles, probably his best role. I take him in Night of the Creeps. Oh, he's great. We got to talk about that. In Night of the Creeps is a good movie. I love that yeah. movie. Um, Friday Thirteenth Part Five. We talked about it in the first episode. 
that's another one. It's not the same as the other ones. Yeah, because there's no yeah, there's no Jason, no real Jason, no real Jason. You know, part nine is kind of like that too. Now that I think about it, <laughs> yeah, nine is yeah. Jason goes to hell. Yeah, that's a weird fucking movie. It really is. It's, it sucks. It's terrible. That one is weird <laughs> and it sucks. Five is different and it's not that bad. It's, at least, five's good. Five's it's, entertaining. It's yeah. at least not as bad as people make it out to be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street two does the same thing. Now there had only been one previous to that one. But two takes it in a weird direction, and then they kind of come back to like, okay, wait a second, we're back in part three. Yeah. And they follow that same formula from there on out. But part two is like the the main kid. Yeah, isn't it like Freddy's trying to find a host, like body. a host? Yeah. yeah. He's like, you got the body, I got the brains. And he gets in the real world. Yeah. Yeah, he comes out at that party. Yeah, he's a new kid in town. He moves into the neighborhood where it all went down, and... uh yeah, he start, Freddy starts haunting him. Yeah. Like a, yeah, Freddy goes to a pool party. Yeah. 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 Very strange. Yeah, they, they kind of threw out they yeah, kind of threw out the logic that uh, you know, Wes Craven had in mind in the first one. And yeah, definitely two. At some turn. point, like there were writers, uh, you know, important people sitting in a room and they're like, and then there's this pool party, and they're like, Go on. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. I like where we're going with this. Yep. This is a, this is a winner. So Freddie's at the pool party, right? Like, oh, absolutely. He's at the pool party. He's having the time of his life. <laughs> Gotta have him at the pool party. <laughs> and he swim. Um yeah, so that was kind of a weird one, but you guys say you don't like it. I haven't seen it in a long time, so I need to watch it again. I'd say it's slightly better than uh Freddy's, Freddy's dead, dead. Yep. Yeah. which yeah. sucks. Okay, uh, what are we going to talk about next? We only got a little bit more time, but we wanted to talk about, oh, there's another convention coming to town. There is, uh, for us Phoenicians, there is a uh, Walker Stalker convention, which is a Walking Dead themed convention uh, that has kind of turned into a traveling thing that now they're doing it in different cities. I'm really glad it's coming here because I was actually briefly considering going Atlanta, to Atlanta. Right? Yeah, yeah. Which after I priced it out was there was just no way it was gonna work. Was Atlanta so would be cool though, because that's, that's where true. they yeah. film it. Yeah. yeah, and I thought that would be cool. And I figured Atlanta would probably get, because they film it there, a really good turnout and as Atlanta's far as the actors. A cool city too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I'm glad it's coming too. I love The Walking Dead. I think it's a great show. I like zombie stuff. Um I think uh Walking Dead just does a good job. It's a, you know, I was talking to Alan. We were driving up here today. We were talking about episodic television shows that we watch. And Walking Dead is like one of three shows that I'm like, I'll watch it live. Yeah. I don't record it. I mean, I do record it just in case I miss it, but I'll watch it live on TV as it happens. Just because I love the show. They haven't announced the full lineup yet. There's been no guests announced yet. we've looked at other ones in other cities and seeing uh who's gonna be there so it looks like they're gonna it looks like they have good yeah. i mean um most of the cities get a pretty good turnout as far as like the actors go they get most of them will have at least two or three like major people from the show so the major characters right Plus now minor characters the major characters right now I mean, besides rick be like negan and daryl Michonne, daryl and they're all there yeah rick i don't think he does rick them. usually doesn't i don't think but he's he Listen, lives in yeah, spoiler he's, alert. He's going to die this season. Yeah. I think it's been confirmed. Yeah. Or he's leaving the show, whatever that yeah, means, whatever that means. He's <laughs> which usually die. on that show means death. Rick's a punk ass bitch. I like Rick. I'm, I'm a big, uh, I'm a big Negan fan. I know a lot of people that like that have abandoned the show have abandoned it because they hate Negan. Yeah. I think he's the most interesting character on the whole show. Well, he's my favorite character in the comic book series. Like I, I'm a Negan fan. Well, and he was on Howard Stern, um, talking about, defending his character actually and he said look everybody thinks i'm a bad guy i'm not the bad guy rick and his crew were the ones that killed my people first that's why i had to defend my people he's like i had everybody under wraps i had everybody working as a society he was just the leader of the society and he led with a strong law but you know what that's what they need sometimes. It can't all be a utopian society, An right? Iron fist. And the yeah. exciting part of like the, the arc of the character, and spoiler alert right now, if you have never read the comic book or you want to know, like you smash your phone against a rock right now or blow up your computer or shut this off. Um, but uh, <laughs> Probably just Negan shut it. becomes a good guy. Like 
<laughs> Negan's character like develops into a like a caring person who like helps people and he saves a bunch of lives. He's, I don't think he's never. I don't. Th- I don't think he's ever not caring. Yeah. Though. I always think he's caring. He just is doing the best that he can do given the circumstances that they're in. Yeah. And the circumstance they were in when he was quote unquote a bad guy. And it looks like based on what I've seen of, of trailers of the upcoming season, it looks like they're going to follow the comic book narrative and make him have him make that transformation. Cause it's kind of falling in line with what happens in the comic book. He's in jail right now, like in the jail cell and yeah, he's, he's going to, some things are going to happen and he's going to prove that uh, whose side he's really on and he's going to help everybody out. Yeah. And there, it looks like this season they're going to introduce, uh, for anybody who reads the comics, uh, characters called the Whisperers, mm. who are a group of people who are humans that wear the flesh of dead people and walk amongst the walkers uh, and basically live like a very nomadic lifestyle, like amongst zombies. Ooh. And they travel within the herd. And they go undetected? Yeah. yeah and they call them the Whisperers because they kind of speak to each other, but in like zombie whispered voices so like the the zombies don't actually hear them talking yeah so in the walking dead if you have the guts and blood and skin of a dead person excuse me if you have that on your body the dead won't come after you they they don't want dead flesh they want live living flesh so they've escaped a few times well don't we all (laughs) <laughs> they've escaped a few times going back to the first season yeah like when wearing, glenn and and uh and rick and i forget who else they, they were all, a handful of times in the show where they kind of slathered themselves yeah. in blood and guts and and i always thought well why don't you just do that all the time so i guess a group of like, whispers yep. who were like yeah no shit yeah i'm excited um i know uh at least speaking for Brett, we both have uh, walking dead pinball machines we're pretty big walking dead fans yeah uh, the game uh I've got uh, on my pinball machine the the translate, which is like the marquee of the machine. I've got it signed by a few of the actors that we've met at various conventions, and that's something I'm looking forward to as far as the Walker Stalker convention is getting uh, as many as many folks on there as financially possible. <laughs> financially possible. <laughs> that marquee is going to fill up with signatures. Uh, God willing. Uh, yeah. And hopefully, I, I'm uh, going to run out of room. Negan's probably the one I'm, uh, Jeffrey D. Morgan's probably the one I'm, I'm now most that's, interested in. That's or, an interesting conundrum I'm in because the Walking Dead pinball goes up to the season of The Governor. Yeah. Which is like the third season, maybe fourth season, third season. Something like that, third or fourth. Jeffrey Dean Morgan hasn't been introduced when that game came out but if you have so some people have hacked like the game basically where you can run code that has updated uh voice uh clips added and i've mine's got tons of negan in it and mine does too but but yeah if you're like like the actual missions in the game and stuff don't coincide with what's going on in the show now no correct but whatever semantics it's It's walking dead it's just it's all walking it's fun it's all walking dead and i did uh just briefly uh at that game's of, awesome, by the one way. Of the, by oh, the way. it's fantastic. Um, it's at one of the game. previous shows, uh, Steve uh, Ewan was there who played Glenn on the show. Um, I did not get him to sign my translate because this is before I started collecting signatures on the translate, but I did have him sign a replica Lucille bat. Uh, kind of cruel because, you know, poor Glenn gets his brains bashed in. <laughs> by uh, the bat. Yeah, and it's like the bloodied up version of the bat. Uh, he thought it was cool, though, when he signed it, uh, and that actually hangs right above my machine. The only unfortunate part about that was that he signed it in red. He signed it in red ink. <laughs> so you can barely so see it. Yeah, you can't really it see it. In unless I pointed blood. out, like, it's really hard to see. Like, I was a little bummed when he signed it. I was like, oh, not red, no. He was very cool about he, it, though. Yeah, he was cool. That was at Son of Monster Palooza, yeah. yeah that was Maybe fun. if you meet him again, he can sign over it, perhaps. <laughs> if I meet him again, I'll just have him sign the translated. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so that, we're, we learned from our mistake, though. With Mad Monster, and we bought VIP tickets to uh, Walker Stalker. <laughs> yeah, Walker Stalker. We will be the assholes. Uh, I at might the front only. Of the line. I might only be able to go to one of those uh, days though, because that's my wedding anniversary. Oh, <laughs> and well, it's technically it's it's Monday. Didn't you say it was Monday? Yeah, my wedding anniversary is actually on Monday. So, but you know, because yeah, it's Saturday <laughs> Sunday, right? It's, yeah, it's Saturday, yeah, but she'll Sunday. probably want to do something on the weekend that would make yeah, sense. Yeah, is she into the show? 
No, she hates it. <laughs> oh, she oh, liked it for a while, but now she hates it because she's like every season is the same shit over and over again. Whether it's the governor, whether it's Negan, whether it's it, yeah, whoever the it's, fuck. It's true, but it's part of it. It's all part of the fun. It's a good show, though. It is. I like it. So looking forward to that. That's in January 26th, 27th here in uh, Phoenix. Yeah, and there's some other ones coming up in other cities, too. So if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, check it out. I think it's walkerstalker.com, I think is a website. And uh, if you like them on Facebook, uh, they will spam your timeline Yeah, like with like five updates a day. So it's impossible <laughs> to miss uh, anything that's going on with Walker Stalker. Speaking of upcoming conventions, Son of Monster Palooza is coming up. Next weekend, I think. Yeah. And uh, none of the us. The silence speaks and, volumes And the about three that of one. us uh, will not so, be in attendance. So last year, who did we have? Last year was The Thing. Uh, several cast members from John, uh, John we, Carpenter's The Thing. Everybody but Kurt Russell. Yep. Yeah. Or just about Pretty everybody. much all the main yeah. characters. Yeah. So you had Wilford Brimley. Everybody Keith who's David. alive. Like five yeah. or six characters. Yeah. Several of them. Um, Nata- uh, Natasha Henstridge was there. Linnea Quigley. Linnea Quigley. Quigley from um, everything. <laughs> Silent Night, Deadly Night, Return of the Living Dead. Uh, Creepazoids. Yeah. She's been in tons of shit. Um, Christy Swanson from Buffy the Vampire Slayer was there. Uh, we had a lot of people there. It was a lot of fun. It the, was a the great kid lineup. from um, Trick or Treat. Uh, who played, yeah, Sam. Uh, yeah, Sam. And there's and people there. we're forgetting too. But it was oh, there such were a there great were tons lineup. of people. It was a great well, lineup. Steve uh, Steve Yen when oh yeah yeah uh, from from Walking Dead. Walking Dead was there. So this year, this is who the guests are: Kathy and Jimmy. From Hocus Pocus. From Hocus and Pocus. Don't forget Sister Act. And, saw, it, and the delightful sequel, I Sister Act 2, Back in Hocus the Habit. Hocus Pocus in theaters. Did she you? Was, I never, yeah, I she was also not. Peggy in King of the Hill. Oh, that's yeah, right. yeah. That's great. For, for Rusa Balk, who's at all of them. Is that from The Craft? Yep. Mindy Sterling, Austin Powers. Oh, Why is she, she there? Was she Frau? She was Frau. You know, for the longest time, film? I thought Mindy Sterling in Austin Powers was... Lily Tomlin. I thought they kind of have that. <laughs> like, a, like a miniature. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she, she, I, you know, it's saying she was in Austin Powers. When I saw Drop the page, Dead Gorgeous and Legend of Korra. When I saw the page okay. in her guest photo, I was like, wait, I thought that was Lily Tomlin. Uh, Joanna Cassidy from Blade Runner. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Ghost of Mars. Who framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Annabeth Gish. From the X-Files. Yeah. Jake Busey from the Frighteners. Uh, Doyle oh, from, the, from Misfits. the Misfits. Yeah. Oh, uh, hey, Doyle. <laughs> uh, Kim Coates, who was in Sons of Anarchy. Piper Laurie. From Carrie. Is that- yeah, she was in Carrie. Was, was she in Carrie? She's the mom. I don't know. She uh, was in The Faculty. Oh, yeah. She's like, yeah, she's one of the. Steve of the Dash played uh, Jason in uh, Friday 13th Part, Part 2. D. Wallace. D. Wallace is super she's, nice. She's, Wallace at, is awesome. she's at a lot of these too. And we got to meet her at Mad Monster and she was That's the like, that's the best nice. person you've said so far. Yeah. Yeah. Her uh, and Steve Dash. Mark Boone Jr. He's from uh uh Sons of Anarchy also. Okay. Jeremy Davies. Who? <laughs> What's he? In? Well, he's he was in a few shows, but he was in Saving Private Ryan, uh Spanking the Monkey. Have you ever seen that movie? It's actually a funny movie. Not funny. It was, it's a good movie. Um, <laughs> it's, it was not a comedy. It just it's called film. Spanking the Monkey and it's not a comedy? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's about this guy. Who, he ends up fucking his mom. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> Brian Thompson. I don't exactly. No relation. I don't know. Lori Petty. Oh, from Tank Girl? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But why? Why is she there? And she also in um, She's in uh, A League else. of Their Own. Yeah. Okay. Good for a horror movie convention. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alec Gillis. Yeah. Who, who is he? I don't know who that is. 30 Years of Amalgamated Dynamics, Inc. Whatever. Tom Woodruff Jr. Again, 30 Years of Amalgamated. These uh, are like yeah. people. Thomas Jane is going to be there okay. with the Punisher. Here's yeah, the Punisher. Right. Uh, Marshall Bell from Starship Troopers. So now some of these guests you're reading off. They're only there for presentations. Yeah, some so of them can't are. Really, I don't think you can meet them. Yeah, William Forth, Forsyth. 
He's in Dick uh, Tracy. Devil's Rejects. Yeah. Sybil Danning. Howling 2. Yep. Uh, Wednesday Adams. Lisa Loring. Oh, from the uh, original TV yep. show? Okay. Yep. Christine Elise from Child's Play 2. All right. Yeah. She was she was she was in, at something we went to, right? She was uh, just here recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was she a Mad Monster? Monster? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she was in uh Body Snatchers. Lance Henriksen. All right, cool. He's one that I wanted he to He was meet. here too. Yeah, and I, and I missed him. I missed him too. Yeah. And then it's like, well, you know who's going to be there? This is kind of cool. Joe Dante. Joe Dante is cool. He hits a presentation though, right? It is. It's a Sunday presentation, yeah, so, so we wouldn't ones, have gone anyway. Those ones are like, yeah, you might catch him, you might not. Oh, how about this? He just got added. Tony Todd. Oh, that's cool. Candyman. Candy yep. That's pretty good. That is cool. Uh, Danny Pintaro from, from Cujo. <laughs> and uh, who's the boss? Uh, who's the boss? Yeah. I'd have him sign one of them. Uh, then they're doing a presentation, but from Face Off, the TV show, about uh, special effects makeup. Oh, it's yeah. Mackenzie Westmore and uh, V. Neal and all those people. Uh, the Chioto brothers are going to be there from uh, Killer, Killer Clowns from Those Outer guys Space. are really cool. Yeah, they were They're cool. very nice. Yeah. Um, it's been thirty years since that movie wow. came out. Yeah. Uh, a couple guys from Tales from the Hood, uh, Rusty Cundiff and Darren Scott, and then uh, we got Robert Brian Wilson and Eric Freeman from Silent Night Deadly Night One and Two. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's kind of cool. And then you got Gary Morgan who played the dog in Cujo, <laughs> which is so weird. That's really weird. So basically what I'm saying is and yeah, this lineup sucks. No disrespect to any of the people, but yeah, it's it. that's a pretty weak lineup. And a bunch of people canceled. Yeah. yeah, three people canceled. Yeah, they had like, I saw um, Mrs. Futterman from Gremlins and Gremlins 2 was on there, which would have been kind of fun. Gremlins 2, the new batch, has been getting kind of a push these days. I like Gremlins 2. It's funny. I've seen it. It was on TV the other day. I like the first one. It kind of goes in that category, too, of like sequels that take a turn, because that one's definitely a comedy. Yeah. Oh, 100%. That one's very zany. They start singing. Yeah. (laughs) The New York, New York (laughs) song. New York, New York. Oh, it's just weird. Yeah, it it is strange. But they got Phoebe Cates back for it. They did. I love Phoebe Cates. Mm. Uh, So, yeah. So... Son of Monster Palooza, if you go, let us know. Let us know what you think of it. We're not going to be there this year because we just didn't like the lineup. The enough. lineup, yeah, just to drive or fly out there, get yeah. a hotel and you all know, stuff. So, just, just not. Some of these people we've already met. Uh, yeah, but yeah, there's not really a big headliner, and usually there is. Yeah, that's what was kind of disappointing. I mean, no disrespect to Kathy and Jimmy, she's the number one person build this year. But when that's your number one person build for a horror movie convention it's someone from hocus pocus <laughs> like a, a children's movie yeah, yeah. anyway so if it's you, a fun movie but if yeah, you I'm go going if you go let us know and how can they let us know david uh they can let us know on twitter uh at the swear wolves uh you can go to our website www.theswearwolves.com uh you can like us on facebook uh we are the swear wolves uh, or you can email us at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com. And if you have any questions or any comments or any suggestions of uh, upcoming episodes or topics you'd like us to discuss, uh, please do contact us, uh, email us. If uh, you're on a site that can give reviews, uh, we appreciate any reviews that you can give us, especially the positive ones. Uh, if it's negative, maybe do like the thing at work where you type an email, but you don't send it. Yep. You know, write that nasty review, sleep on it, and then maybe forget about it. Yep, the next. delete <laughs> it. could do that, yeah. Uh, so, for the Swearwolves this week, I am Brett. I'm David. I'm Alan. And we'll see you guys next week. <laughs>